Welcome to Don't Box Me In on TalkZone.com, the show that features conversations with people from all walks of life, talking about their extraordinary experiences and inspirational messages. Now, here's your host, Lana Reed. Welcome back to another installment of Don't Box Me In. Today's topic is marriage equality, and people seem to be sitting on two sides of the fence when it comes to this matter. One line of thinking is against same-sex marriage because they feel it opens up the doorway to other legal issues. For instance, what happens if somebody wants to marry, say, ten husbands, their pet dog, or the blow-up doll they have sitting in the closet? Those against same-sex marriage feel it might confuse children about gender roles and weaken the definition of respect for the institution of marriage. Those who support marriage equality feel that marriage perks such as tax filing, joint property ownership, and insurance benefits should be available to all. Supporters feel that denying marriage to the lesbian and gay community is a form of minority discrimination, and if two people love each other, who has the right to tell them they can or cannot get married? This topic is at times a heated debate, and here in the United States, legislation is on the table in many places, with only 12 states currently allowing same-sex couples to marry legally. Those states are Connecticut, Delaware, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. My guest today are a very young and determined husband and husband couple who traveled a very long way from their hometown just to make their marriage legal. After getting married, they started a movement to promote self-affirmation, dignity, and equality rights. They plan to build, a com- build community awareness that celebrates sexual diversity and gender variance, as opposed to the shame and the social stigma of being gay. Mr. and Mr. Anderson, welcome to Don't Box Me In today. How you doing, Orlando? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I hope the two of you are, too. <laughs> yes, we're mm-hmm. doing lovely. All righty. So the two of you are living in Memphis. Were both of you born and raised in Memphis? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> that is correct. And how uh, did the two of you guys meet, if I can ask? Uh, Well, actually, um, this is Fadir's people. I... Um, was notified by a direct message on Twitter back in 2010 from David. And, you know, he, he, he direct messaged me and he was asking me a couple of things. And from there, that's how we basically got started. So there was a connection on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Uh, you don't have to say ma'am. That makes me feel so old there. <laughs> um, so... Uh, I've been to Memphis before, and it seems to be a city where everyone knows everybody. Um, it doesn't really seem to be pro- progressive thinking. Uh, is is the gay community in Memphis large or no? No, not at all. Well, the gay okay. community is not very supportive here, but they have supportive activities going on for the LGBT community, but not much. Okay. Not much, yeah. That's what I was. I was kind of thinking when I I read your bio, and I was like, "Ooh, Memphis might not be the spot for for these two young <laughs> young guys." Um, so after, um, well, let me back up. So growing up, were your family and your friends, uh, your parents, supportive uh, of your sexual preference, or no? Well, um, both of us came up to our moms uh, away from Memphis on a vacation trip. Miami, Florida. So it was actually after, like, we were like 18. I think that's when both of our families kind of really found out. That Okay, so 18. And so you guys are how old now? I'm 20, and David's 19. I'll be 20 in four days. Oh, well, happy early birthday to you. So it's been, so, so you said you told your parents about a year ago or two years ago, if I'm understanding correctly? Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And they were, what was the response? Was it indifferent or supportive or? Uh, um, starting off, they weren't too supportive of it. Um, when we came out and told them, you know, they were all about the, um, 
spiritual and how they believe in existing, they believe in certain things, and they believe that two men, I mean, two men cannot be married, that a man could marry a woman. So it was kind of hard starting out, but it seemed that they came around sooner than later, and I guess they still have the numbers, I guess. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you guys met on Twitter in 2010, and then you got married. Uh, when? What was the day? Um, it was January 18th of this year, 2013. Okay. Well, congratulations. So we've got uh, two years of dating, and then you um, got married. Who proposed to who? Um, I actually proposed to David at Logan's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> You're chuckling in the background. You you proposed at what restaurant? Logan. Logan's Roadhouse restaurant. Oh, ro okay. So um, I don't think we have Logan's. Again. Is it a steakhouse or something like that? Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, kind of like a steakhouse. Oh, okay. And did you say yes right away or did you have to think about it, David? I said yes right away. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I knew. And you, you knew right then? Yes, ma'am. All right. So I think we uh, had it posted wrong on uh, my website and on the show's website as January 17th. So I'm apologize for that. The actual date you guys got married was uh, January 18th of this year. And you married in Washington, D.C. Can you tell me why you went all the way to Washington to get married? Well, um, as you know, uh, the same-sex marriage is not legalized in a lot of states. And um, D.C. was the closest to us, and um, the show that we were on actually said it was the closest place, so that's where we decided to go, and we married in front of Lincoln Memorial. Okay, and uh, I think I read somebody uh, was afraid to fly. How did you guys end up <laughs> making the trip up there? Uh, Who, who's was, the... Me, Trey. <laughs> so Trey is afraid to fly. So what did David have to do to get him on a plane? He actually begged me, like, constantly <laughs> because I was thinking about taking a bus at the beginning. But he didn't care if me and I loved him, so I guess I said, I guess I'll go ahead and do it. That was actually my first time ever being on a plane. So being that it was my first time and going to do something very special that I wanted to do in their heart when I went for it. So. Okay. And the day that you guys chose, was that a day where a lot of couples uh, were getting married in Washington, or you just chose that day in particular? No, we actually chose that day, um, um, you know, that our wedding was seen for a reality TV show that uh, okay. came together. And it was, it was in our schedule with the TV um, filming and everything, so we had to be in that time frame of the gender, so that was the day we decided to go with. Okay, and so we, we've we made the decision, we're getting married on January 18th now. How do you decide to become Andersons and not Harris's? Say it again? How do, you, how, how do you make the choice to become the Anderson family instead of, I think Dave's last name is Harris? How do you, how'd you guys mm -hmm. decide? Who's who's gonna take whose name? We just I I just I remember one night we were just going back and forth like who's gonna take whose last name and I just decided on um, taking his last name since we started our relationship as he was the more masculine. So okay, that's what we there. Okay, okay, and um, I'm gonna say my apologies in the in the beginning and I want to say excuse me for being a mom I have a teenager myself and she's 18 and I'm thinking if she came home at 18 and you know said mom she was going to get married I don't care if it was to a, a guy or a girl or a pink elephant with a tutu I think as a mother I would tell her you know baby you're 18 you're too young so I'm asking you like why get married so young why not wait for a while what was the urgency Oh, actually, it wasn't a rush. It was something we had talked about around, like, in um, June or July of 2012. And we had started looking up a couple of things and started to go ahead and go with some planning. And 
Yeah, we and we were notified by a show, and they asked us if we want to um, broadcast our love and our story on national TV. So it was kind of a, a decision both of us made together. And yeah, it was like a, a lifetime opportunity to have our wedding on national TV, and so the film is something that always told us is inspiring. You guys are going to inspire a lot of people, and it was a time when we had the wedding jitters, and that's how we was about to not do it for on TV. We were just going to do it, um, like, together with family. And they begged us. They were like, no, you're so fine. We have to film it. And we just went ahead and did it. Okay. So you guys were dating and talking about marriage, and the show came um, and approached you about being on the the series? Mm-hmm. Or we are, okay, okay. And I think, uh, let me back up a little bit for the audience because we've started talking about the show. And um, you were on Canada Slice Network. There's a show called My Teenage Wedding. So let's talk about how did, how did you uh, become involved with that show? I think we started uh, we talking. Uh, we was contacted by one of the coordinators of the production, um, Heidi Allen, and mm-hmm. she was telling us, and we did a, a Skype interview with them, asking us, um, well, we actually shared our story with them, and she was saying that we loved them, we want you guys to be a part of the show, and they got back to us a little after October of last year, and they set a date, and we picked our wedding day, and we went from there. It, um, it's only in right now in Canada, and if I'm, from what the internet is telling me, it's in development of uh, CLC Network. So I really don't know any official air dates on this, but... Okay, so it it has aired in Canada, but we should be able to see it, uh, the episode here in the United States at some point in time, right? Yes, ma'am. There you guys go with that ma'am stuff again, making me feel like a senior citizen. <laughs> I know, I know. That's that that southern thing. There, I, I understand. I understand. I'm from Winston Salem, North Carolina myself. I understand. So you know, we're gonna roll with it. Uh, but <laughs> it's okay. So, did you guys have to? Um, have you guys been to Canada yet, or did the people from Canada come down here and talk, uh, tape the show, or uh, how did that work? No, we, no, we haven't been to Canada. They actually um, came to us in Mr. Tennessee and filmed us on our journey to marriage. I guess. So they they were there, and so they went on the plane ride and all of that stuff to Washington and checked it and. Uh-huh. Yes, oh, ma'am. okay. Okay, okay, cool. I was I was just thinking maybe they did the Washington part. So they got so we'll get to see some footage of uh Trey scared to get on the airplane yeah, actually, then? Yeah, actually they filmed us with friends and at my uncle's house. They filmed us in clothing stores, they filmed us as we got T shirts um, made and everything. We they filmed our bachelor party, um filmed our wedding here in Memphis. Ceremony，everything。所以，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他们，他
Here's your host, Lana Reed. Welcome back. Welcome back to Don't Box Me In. Today I'm talking with David and Trey Darius Anderson, a young couple married, uh, and they're living in Memphis, Tennessee. And I think before the break, we were talking about the video. Uh, they have been featured on Canada Slice Network, their wedding. And the video that is on um, Slice, it's not the same video that I see on your Twitter and uh, Facebook page, or is it a different one? Um, it's actually a different one of the episode. It's actually of the episode that's airing in on Slice Network right now. Okay, so that's I what I see. That's what I see on your Twitter page, the, that video? Um, I actually, I think it's us holding hands in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Okay. Okay, um, it, so. Actually, if you Google, uh, if you Google on the videos on, if you Google on under videos on Google, my teenage wedding should pop up. Okay, okay. okay. And so, is there, um, like, how many, do you know how many couples that this, this series has featured, or? Uh, so far, it's been, I think it was. 14 or 16. Yeah, 16. Including the palace is 16. Okay, okay. And you guys have the um, the uh, title of being the youngest couple. Give me, give me the exact details. The youngest couple, black youngest couple African, married? Yes, the youngest African-American black couple, gay couple to marry in the U.S. Okay, okay. All right. And so do you plan on staying in Memphis or are you going to... Move yeah, someplace else? Yeah, we're actually planning on moving to New York and to start school in New York. Right now, okay. we're just planning ourselves until the move. Okay. So, um, if I may ask, what what you guys going to school for, or what's the plan? Um, I'm thinking about attending Alvin Ailey's School of Dance. Okay. And for me, I plan on going to school for uh, I'm a major in business. Okay, okay. So, uh, getting out of Memphis, I see, huh? Yeah, it's like a trap here. <laughs> like I said, I visited Memphis, and uh, like I, I commend you guys for staying there that long. No disrespect, but, you know, Memphis is uh, it, it's just not very forward-thinking. It's, kinda, it's, not, it's not, not so progressive as many of the other states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, New York, New York should be a lot better for what you're trying to do, what you are doing, and, and where you're going. So New York should yeah, be a, a better, better environment. And I, I think I have read um, that originally maybe your plans were to maybe move to Canada and raise a family or whatever. So now we're going to go to New York. But do you, as far as the kid yeah. things, were you going to adopt or does somebody already have kids or, or how is that going to work? Uh, we was actually going uh, to get a stereo, and our plans was for two twin boys, uh, but we're planning on one now. Okay, okay, it changes. Okay, yeah. and <laughs> wh- why did you change from twins to one? Um, well, I, I we decided twins. I, I, I always wanted twins because I was a twin. So, um, I, I, me, I didn't want two kids at one time. Not right now. It would have just been a little bit too much. So, mm-hmm. so I kind of talked them into only let's like take down the one. Okay. And so you said you guys were gonna get a surrogate. Is it is it gonna be like a friend or? We actually was going to see can we go do a surrogate maybe company? Okay. I guess I don't know what they'll call that. Okay. Okay. Now uh, we all know there's people out there that say marriage should be between a man and a woman. Uh, you guys, as husband and husband, what do you say to people like that? What's your response? Um, well, I actually feel like if you love someone and you know that deep inside that you love them, why, why does it matter to someone else who you marry or who you plan to choose your life to be with? Okay, okay. And that was Dave or Trey Darius? Yeah, it was Trey Darius. <laughs> okay, so you have any comment, David? Um, I think love is love, and you should be able to love who you love. And I don't think they should, like, put this much of a fight on gay marriage mm-hmm. or marriage equality. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I think, just 
it's, I think the world will change if if everyone yeah. just love who they love and everybody just mind their own business to me. Yeah, because I, I know I know everyone has their religion they believe in, and you know their whatever they aspects they were brought up around. But it's it, it for me. It's like how could you tell someone else they can't be with the person they love, or any of that kind of sort of matter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Why do you why do you think people are holding on so fast to denying same sex marriages? Um, I, some um, I can't. That's a tough question. Um, some people might don't think of it as safe. Some people might don't think of it as right. Mm-hmm. Um, where the world lives on the Bible, so. Mm-hmm. People go about what the Bible say, but there's people out there who have different religions, so you can't. People don't know what to believe. To me, so I mean, you know, people have to like realize that it's like 2013 now. It's not back in the 70s or 80s when people were afraid to come out and you know express their sexuality to the public. But um, as far as that goes. As why they're clinging on to it so long, like they don't want to legalize it. Um, I have a, a feeling about two men raising a child, and just what would the child think about that? Like, why don't some kids may make their friends? Why don't I have a mother? Mm-hmm. And why does like my friends have mothers, but I don't have one? So it would be kind of hard to explain that to your kids as they're growing up and they're singing and they're facing all these types of problems in life. And certain things mothers teach their, can teach a child and certain things a man can teach a child. So it goes a long way with that. And I don't understand it. I just think people should be able to love who they love and marry who they marry. Mm-hmm. So you said when you guys came out to your family, your your parents, mother or father, um, I'm not sure which one, had some issues. What do you... What do you feel like their hang-ups about it was? Because I think you mentioned some of them said, why can't you marry a woman or how come you can't have a, a girl as a girlfriend or something like that. What do you think their hang-ups were? Well, I think, I think well, for my mom, um, I think that it's more of a, she might think she won't get grandkids or, you know, something in that matter or that's not how she I was raised or that's mainly what was always been said when the conversation is brought up, why, mm-hmm. you know, like, why this and why that. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah, that's, that's the main topic with my family also, like, um, why didn't you marry a woman? Like, like I think it's like David said, it's a, it goes with the I want grandkids and all this, and which I want to happen. It's just, no, just religions. People brought up on different religions. To me, that's why I think the world runs on religion and what they think and what they read and what what what. To me, a uh, heterosexual divorce rate is higher than a uh, same sex marriage. Mm-hmm. And I, I have read I have read some studies that show that same sex relationships and even interracial relationships have a higher success rate um, overall. So I guess maybe the struggle to stay together increases the chances that people stay together longer. So um, I, that is a strong point uh, to say. Now, some people say when uh, same sex couples um, have kids there'll be problems with kids defining their gender roles. Now, you guys want to raise a child. Uh, do you see or how do you have you thought about the complications uh, or if there will be any complications with having children? Uh, well, we we ran across this topic a couple of times and we kind of said a few things on it, but it we're going to raise our child up if it's a girl or a boy. We're going to raise them up like if it's a girl, you want to have a boyfriend, or if it's a boy, you're going to have a girlfriend, you're going to have a wife, you're going to have a husband. We don't, just because we're um, a same-sex marriage and we're gay without sexuality, we don't condone with our kids being okay with being that, even though they're brought around, it, we're going to bring them up with 
you know, heterosexual couple, as a heterosexual couple. So, let me understand. So, you you have made a plan when you have your child to try to rear them in a heterosexual mentality. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, you can say that, but at the same time, people are trying to say that homosexual is a gene. Well, people are trying to say that, that's what it is now. And, um, I mean, I'm not going to stand around my child and do feminine things to make my child pick those things up to, and to raise them as what they are, a boy or a girl. Now, if my mm-hmm. child was to get older and wanted to, you know, if my child was homosexual, as you would say, then I'll accept it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I mean, it goes both ways to me. It goes, okay, okay. Yeah, because I think, you know, for those that are against the whole same-sex marriage thing, that's one of their points of concern, I guess, and... I was just curious, as far as same same sex couples are concerned, how do what is the plan, or what is what are you going to put in place to, um, you know, because I'm thinking down the road, maybe you know, because kids are not very nice to each other, so you know, you've got your you've got your son going to school, and and they're going to be teased about, you know, you got two dads, or you've got two moms, or something. How do we? be proactive and give the child enough self-esteem to deal with these kinds of issues? Um, well, we actually, when we were talking about that, we were actually um, going to say that we were going to tell our kids that, you know, you have a daddy and a papa, so it wouldn't be too much like you have two dads on top of that, like you have a dad and a papa, so you don't yeah. really have to... Yeah, we, yeah, we actually explained it to one of our family, or well, one of his family members that we was, um, one of us was going to be dad and one of us was going to be papa. So when we, when we attend a school event, the public would take us as an uncle or a dad or two mm-hmm. brothers, like two brothers, and we'd be his uncles. So that's how we would feed the public, but we won't, you know... And don't is no. We won't we won't say tell our kids if they have two dads. Right. Okay. Okay. But in some sort of way, it seems that's still hiding who you are from right. the is. public. Right. Okay. Um, Wow, I just looked at the time. We need to take a quick break, but I'm going to be back to talk more about this parenting thing uh, with David and Trey Darius Anderson. Stay tuned. This is Don't Box Me In on TalkZone.com. Here's Lana Reed. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I have David and Trey Darius Anderson, and before the break, we were talking about uh, the topic of raising a family in the um, same-sex community, and uh, we were talking about how do you rear children to be comfortable with having two parents of the same sex, and um, I thought it was interesting that you were saying, you know, in some sort of way that you would probably have to still end up hiding who you were sexually when you have kids. And I would think it would be my hope, you know, that if you're going to make the decision to stand up and say, I'm going to marry my husband, I'm going to be in a same-sex relationship, I'm going to start a family, you know, I'm going to stand up for, you know, not only who I am, but who my community is. I would hope that we could get in a place where the children that you are raising don't have to be uncomfortable and we wouldn't have to do what you were saying, kind of hide and negotiate who we were for the sake of the children. Do you ever think we'll get to that point where it's okay? I mean... Well, like, well, about us saying... Papa and Daddy to 
well, telling them to raise them to collars, different names. I don't want the child to um, to get confused. Like when we were in public, it's daddy, and you run back to the other one, daddy. Like, did it spell into the child like Papa and Daddy? Like, how could I see it? Like, we like to protect the child, like in school community and at the outside community. He'll know at home that that he has two dads and that we are married and we'll raise him and let him know slowly, but but surely we won't like lie to. I phone. We will tell him how it is, but we will appear to the public as Papa and Daddy, and to like as as of an uncle and a daddy. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, to protect them from keep from bullying and talked mm-hmm. about and teased and you know picked on in school. I mean, I yeah, I understand, and I I guess I'm just saying that it would be my hope that we would get to a point where you don't even have to to do that. But mm-hmm. I guess right. we're. We're we're a long ways away from that. Um, how do you how do you make the choice to have a to want a boy child instead of a female uh, a daughter? Why do you want a son instead of a daughter? Well, actually, my point of view is that it would be a lot easier for two men to raise a boy than two men to raise a girl. Um, it's certain things we can't teach a girl as she grows up about her body. And things like that that will actually need like a woman figure to, you know, counsel mm-hmm. and teach her certain things that a woman should do. So we feel that taking the route of a son would be a lot easier and take a, a little weight off our shoulders. Okay. Okay. Since you're guys, you know how to raise a guy. And I don't. Okay. Understandable. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. So, um,. I'm going to move on to you, after you got married, you guys started a campaign. Tell me a little bit more about that campaign. Um, um, I actually started a gas surprise um, back in August of last year. And um, it started out as a, a clothing comp, like belt line to where it had messages on the shirts to for about, like about gay marriage and homosexuality and, you know, different things in it with the L- that towards the LGBT community. And the T-shirt line wasn't picking up much because I think of the, I think, I guess you could say the shirts were expensive because of all yeah. the colors. Once mm-hmm. we started trying to print those, they got expensive. So we saw that, well, we was in the process of getting married in, in like late of last year, and we saw how high uh marriage equality was like in a big fight in the U.S. and we wanted to be a part of it. And that's where we created Gas Pride Clothing into Gas Pride Campaign. And we turned it into a powerhouse so we can work with a lot of things in the LGBT community for the youth. Okay. Now, um, I have some people who probably are clueless and, and haven't heard the latest news, but LGBT stands for what, dear? Everything gay, bisexual, and transgender. Okay. All right. Some people just don't know, so we're going to make that clear for them right now. So you have, uh, you have uh, your campaign is called Guys with Pride, and you are mm-hmm. on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and you have shirts. So is that where they go to to get the shirts? Um, that website is actually like on construction right now. We're working on like getting the clothing store, checkout store scripts and stuff correct and working right. But, but they but they could go into the Facebook page, guys with pride, and send us a um, message or write on that wall and let us know they're trying to order a shirt and we could go from there. Okay. Now, guys with pride, what is the goal? What are you guys trying to to do? What, what what activities are you guys going to involve yourself with? Um, we actually um, working on like a project. We we t- sat down. And we thought about what would LG- guys are probably do, and we said we'll work with the ages of 16 to 24 in the LGBT community, and we want to do this production part with guys are probably where we'll uh, give out. We're gonna give out. We'll create these web series to that be paid by minute. We have been thinking about some, and we'll, I can name one right now. Um, um, I love matters, 
and it was going to be based off um, like 12 couples and we was going to film them and like record their journey to well not to marriage well to record their love story and how they met and you know just get to know the couples more um I can't explain it right he's doing Trey created it I'm going to talk about the like web series okay Trey <laughs> yeah well actually that's a pride is the campaign we started to help promote self-affirmation awareness to the gay community we wanted to um, start something to help people be comfortable with their sexuality and not afraid to be who they are. So we um, decided to come up with some more productions and with Guys With Pride. Like he mentioned once about Our Love Matters. Um, it will be a web series documentary. Um, we want to pick selective couples and we were going to film them and get their story and see what they had to protest on the topic of marriage equality in the United States and what what, what role would they play in the legalization of that. Okay. Now, I hear that you um, say you're targeting 16 to 24-year-olds. Is it um, especially difficult for young, to be young and gay, or is that why you're targeting, targeting that age bracket or, or what? Oh, oh, for that particular um, documentary that was going to be the age range for, we wanted to get viewers from um, the youth um, because they are the future of tomorrow. I guess you can say we are the future of tomorrow. So we want to get um, different aspects of people in their lives, you know, things they have been through as being gay in America. So we mm -hmm. wanted to help protest their um and approach on that topic. Okay. Okay. So, um, how are you? How are you acquiring your couples? Is it only couples in Memphis, or are you reaching out to other people for your your web series thing? Um, um, well, we um, we had started a we had used this program to help us do applications, so they could submit them in. Um, on our guys and page, we actually have. I think it's an album where you can see certain couples we have um, made um, little advertisements of to help to, them get votes and things on their, to help people vote on them so they can be selected for that um, documentary. And we were um, especially targeting um, couples that in the South area. Okay. Kind of down so... South. And that, that, when your website is back up, that's all going to be on your website? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and one, uh, one quick time, and I'll do this again. What's the website going to be? The, give me the website. Um, it's com. Okay, and uh, do we have any estimate when you guys will be ready and up and running or no? Um, it should be up around the beginning of July, end of August. Okay, okay. And one more time, that is uh, www.guyswithpride.com. Yes, ma'am. Guyswithpride.com. Okay, okay. And in your own words, in your own uh, spiel, why do you think it's so important for us as United States of America to really push forward, go forward with marriage equality? Why, why is it so important? For me, I think it's important because we all live in the same country. Um, we are the people of the state, so if we're not getting along and, you know, standing together to fight as one as one nation, and we are, um, everything's going to always be screwed up. It's going to be things that certain people don't believe in and things that certain people want done, and it's not going to get done if everyone's not on the same wagon. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, like gay marriage should be voted for if heterosexual marriage wasn't voted for. I don't see why homosexual, you know, same-sex couples can't get married also. But I understand why they put a vote on it because it's, as, as I say again, it's the religion and what people don't believe in. Okay. Yeah, it is... Um you know, uh, I, I guess maybe because it's, 
people people will say that uh, a lot of the laws in the United States are really built around the Bible. I guess all of us know that, you know, our, our forefound. So I suppose uh, we're having trouble dismantling some of the legislation because it's so intris- intrinsic and wrapped around the Bible um, and, and that's like you keep on mentioning that's probably where a lot of the struggle is we're, we're trying to balance between church and state so um, you know and then what do you say to people who who say well you know if we allow uh, the LGBT community to, to get married um, that's going to open the door to you know what happens if Lana wants to have 10 husbands which might be kind of fun but you know how, how do you, you you say well okay for this one but you know not okay for that one what do you say to people like that it's just going to open doorways to a whole chaos and mess of things um, some topics should be like really thought on like it should be a it should be reasonable for the country like it should be reasonable um why would why would, why would someone want to marry 10 people anyway um because I get tired of some so maybe I just want you know this guy on Tuesday and you know he get on my nerves so maybe I want somebody else on Wednesday maybe maybe that's my reasoning for it yeah, but yeah, yeah. Some people may be like that, but it, it still goes with um, if you're going to marry someone, you're supposed to be with them for the rest of your life. So, being for that, I would say no on that topic. Mm-hmm. Okay, and 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 so you bring up an issue. Uh, that I, I do want to make because you guys are young so you said marriage is for the rest of your life so we're understanding for the rest of your life means dentures on the nightstand and depend diapers in the shopping cart we understand that's a long time to be with somebody right okay all right okay Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take our last break of the day, and we're going to talk some more with David and Trey Darius right after this. You're listening to Don't Box Me In on TalkZone.com. Here's Lana Reed. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Don't Box Me In. Uh, I'm talking again with the Anderson husband and husband team, and we're talking about quite a few things. We're talking about uh, marriage equality. We're talking about being married at so young. And I just want to mention that my mother is uh, listening to this episode, and she uh, sent me a, a message to point out that I am a product of a teenage uh, marriage. My mother and father dated uh, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade. Got married in the twelfth grade, and then I came along. So I should be a little bit more understanding of the uh, the young teenage love so uh, she wants to send her congratulations and support out to you because she was in the same spot oh thank you (laughs) okay you know but I'm still going to hold on to my platform as a mother now you know times have changed and I wish my daughter would come and tell me at 18 she was going to get married I probably I I would have a fit but um, you know but really though I I do wish you guys uh, the best but we're going to talk about um the guys with pride campaign now there is a petition that you guys have and what is the goal of the petition uh one million signs okay and you want to get one million by when by we set a goal for 2014 okay and you're going to get a one million signatures by 2014 and then what do you do once you get all your signatures what are we doing with that we want to send it to the senator president obama Okay, okay. You gonna take it up there yourself? I think yes. It'll be amazing to take it there too. Okay, okay. And how do people um, sign the the petition? Where do they go? Um, we actually made create the petition with change dot org. Okay. Uh, you can go. Uh, yeah, you can go on change dot org and just type in guys with Brian campaign. It should pop up from there. Okay, so let's see here. We are in May, so we've got to. So where are we at now, as far as signatures? Uh, we're, I think we're like going to fourteen hundred. 
Okay. We haven't got the, we're getting the, uh, the right amount of support right now, but we're not getting much. Is I think we don't have much support on the west and the north. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of people who signed out of like Atlanta, Mississippi. We have a lot. We have a lot of people signing from Tennessee. Chicago. We have people like the yeah, Chicago, Dallas. We have a lot of like southern supporters. Okay. Well, no, don't be discouraged. Everything is a slow part process. It starts off and then it picks up speed. So, you guys keep at it. Um, so. We're gonna we we go to change.org and we type in guys with pride and it'll pop up. Now, what yeah, what pride campaign? Yes, it should. It should pop up. Now, the mm-hmm. petition it's it says the goal is to um. What what is the the goal of the campaign? What are we trying to do? It's it just get marriage uh, legalized, legalized marriage. Yeah, legalized gay marriage in the U.S. Okay, and. I think I read on the news or saw on the news that there was a state that just fell in line recently. What what state was that? Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Okay. And so I guess we can assume that it's going to be a while before our southern states kind of fall into place, right? Mm, yep. Yeah, it's going to be kind of tough down here. Kind of telling along. Yeah, the south is a, is a hard place to tackle as far as, you know, getting up to speed on new thinking um but the west coast you know i'm surprised when you said you didn't have a lot of support from the west coast uh you know because my spot my spot tends to be the happening place for new things and and open thinking so uh we'll have to get you plugged into a couple of areas out there that could uh, assist you with that so is there any more um like Mercury, I know you said you had the, the uh, t-shirts and the the web series is there anything else that guys with pride campaign is doing uh, not at the time right now. We just and, we don't want to start you know, too many projects and forget about the other ones. So we're just sticking to the campaign right now. Okay, so you a new couple. You've got this big project on the table. How do you, as a new couple, take time to do new newlywed things? Well. Well, on the weekends we yeah, do yeah. dates and yeah, we actually we mostly go out on the weekends. We'll do a like probably the whole weekend Friday and Sunday. Probably go out um, and do things and you know just have fun. Okay, okay, and um, I guess you know new couples. It's always a struggling time, but um, so when do you plan to move to New York? When do you have that in mind? Um, we're, we're thinking before Christmas, sometime this year before Christmas, so we, we still have a, uh, a lot of planning to do on areas we want to stay in and things like that, so, yeah, we're working on it. You want to move to New York in the middle of winter? You know it's cold up there. I <laughs> know. Okay. Sometimes before winter. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, Memphis to New York in the dead of winter. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you know, and I, forgive me because I think throughout this whole interview, the only thing I cannot erase is you know I'm a mom first and foremost. So I'm just you know, baby. Now, do you know and baby? Well, I don't think so. Well, baby, so you know, please, please forgive me. But uh, <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. All right, and so um, we're going to get these signatures, and we're going to take them to, hopefully we'll present them to Obama. Now, let's be honest with ourselves. Realistically, when do you think, or do you foresee, let's see, we've got 12 states. Uh, How soon do you think we can get half of the United States, like 25 states, to be on board with marriage equality? 25 states, marriage equality. I'd say 27. We'll have at least 20. 2017. So four more years. And I actually think before or the year of 2015, we will have at least 20. I mean, it's only eight more to go. It's probably been like, I mean, not eight more to go. I'm sorry. Like 38. Yeah. You got to put your 30. Yeah, you know I meant 38. (laughs) Came out a little bit too fast. But, yeah, I believe by... 2015, we should have at least 20 states on board. Wow. 
Still, okay. So half on board by 2015. So by that time, you know, you guys will already be a family somewhere and going on with your lives, and half of the United States will be, still be tr- struggling to marry who they want to marry. Um, do you... Um, are you hopeful that the children that you raise will live in a different world than you had to live in, or do you think they'll still have to suffer some of the, the things that you guys go through? Yeah, I'm very hopeful they can live in a different world than we live in. I mean, it's a lot of work. We, it's a lot of work the world has to do for a lot of things to turn around. But I believe it, it's going to happen soon, and it's, it's going to be a lot better. By the time we get our kids and they're growing up and starting to live their lives, it should be a better world for them. Okay, okay. Well, I, I think that, you know, you guys doing your part, and there's a lot of people around the United States that, you know, they're rolling up their sleeves and, you know, going to work. And, you know, times have changed, like you mentioned, and I know... Mm-hmm. You know, in my my grandparents' days, you know, it just was a, a taboo matter. But I think more people mm-hmm. are open to uh, diversity. So I'm hoping yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that it won't be such a struggle and walls, you know, will be tumble down a little bit quicker than what it has been, you know, um, because it's very it's a very difficult burden to bear for a young person to have feelings and because society mm-hmm. says they have to to hold that in and that's a very difficult time so i would hope that we become yeah. a place where you're able to express who you feel you are who you think you are um at any point in time in your life yeah and be free like they say we are so. and free like we say we are okay <laughs> so um I think, let's see here, we've got, one more time, give me all your websites and everything so people uh, can get in touch with you. Um, www.gasandpride.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GWP Campaign and on Facebook at GWP Campaign. Um, one World, One Nation. All right, all also, right. You- also what, babe? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore each tray. And and let me tell my listening audience. <laughs> Let me tell you to my listening audience, this is this is when you realize the generation gap because I'm all of 43, and you know this week <laughs> leading up to to these these gentlemen being on the show, they are definitely like the Twitter guys, you know. So that's when you know. <laughs> Social media is a younger generation thing because they had it knocked out and they were handling it. I'm like, oh, wow, I can't keep up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But, uh, you know, this is this is definitely the new generation here and the Twitter and the social media. But check them out and uh, follow up with them. And my guests today have been Dave and David and Trey Darius Anderson to get more information on everything they're doing. Uh, check them out on Facebook or Twitter at GWP Campaign. Uh, well, Anderson family, I wish you much happiness and success, and I appreciate Appreciate you taking the time to share your story with me today. Thank you. Thanks for having us on the show. It was nice. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you.